This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. Mike Slater. On the Blaze Radio Network. I came across three interesting stories the same day. Okay, these three things happened pretty much the same day. The Hollywood Reporter magazine did an interview with Oprah and Anna DuVernay. Anna DuVernay is a director, both black women. And Oprah said she's not going to use the word diversity anymore. She said it's not about diversity, it's about inclusion. In other words, the things we have in common, which is exactly what we preach on this show all the time and conservatives talk about all the time. But check out this line from from DuVernay. The question was, do you feel, as a black woman, that there are doors that are still closed to you? Now, the reporter most certainly wanted her to say, oh, it's it's horrible being a black woman in America. Oh, justices and blah, blah. You know what she said? No. <laughs> she said no. No one's going to stop me from doing what I want to do. I just have to figure out a way to do it that might not be the easy route that my counterparts who don't look like me have. They may have a bit of an easier time of it, an easier road, but that doesn't mean I can't do it. And she says, part of the challenge that I find when I enter these conversations with journalists is that you've thought about it in a way that society thinks about it. The plight of the woman filmmaker. The plight of the black artist. The plight of whoever's on the outside. But if you receive it and treat it as a plight, being black, being a woman, if you treat it as a plight, that starts to manifest in you and it affects your creativity. Awesome. In other words, stop being a victim. Because that's what that question is set, set up for her to say. Do you feel that there are doors that are still closed to you? Oh, yes. There's there's so many doors are closed. She's like, no. <laughs> no one's going to stop me from doing what I want to do. In other words, I'm never going to be a victim. So stop even talking about it that way. Stop talking about the plight of the woman filmmaker, the plight of the black artist. You're framing it in a way that's poison to people. Because if you think like that, it's going to manifest in you, in your life, in your heart, in your mind, and it will affect your creativity. So stop peddling that poison. I love it. That's story number one. Story number two, the, uh, did you watch the Olympics this last couple of weeks? The black swimmer who won the 100-meter freestyle, Simone Manuel is her name. I was watching the race. I was a swimmer my whole life, so I watched the swimming religiously. Um, she won the race uh, on lane one, which never happens. Didn't even think about she was black. Didn't, like, didn't even, like, did not cross my mind. Until the announcers started making a big deal about it. How she was the first black female swimmer to win a medal, let alone gold. So she walks over to Michelle Tafoya and she and Michelle asks the normal questions like, well, how does it feel? <laughs> and she answered the questions like anyone else would answer. But you could tell that the NBC reporter and Michelle Tafoya wanted so badly for Simone to say something about being black. So they finally awkwardly asked what this means for black people across the country. You know what she said? 
Oh, she said, oh, yeah, it's great and this and blah. But then she says, I look forward to the day, though, when I'm not known as a black swimmer, I'm just known as Simone. In other words, shut up, NBC. I'm an American. It's the Morgan Freeman approach to race relations. Stop talking about it. That's story number two. Story number three, Cam Newton, quarterback for the Panthers. He was asked by a reporter why so many fans don't like him. He's a bit of a showboat guy. And the reporter said, uh, well, it's got to be racism, right? And Cam Newton says, no, it's not racism. And the reporter says, well, what is it if it's not racism? And I love that sentence. That's such a telling sentence because this is how the left thinks. Racism is the fallback to anything that they can't come to a conclusion on. So if someone's in jail, it's not because they robbed a bank. It's racism. If black kids get lower test scores, it's not because black kids statistically come from more broken homes that don't value education like more stable homes. Nope, it's racism. The teachers are racist. The test is racist or whatever. It's always racism. So here's this guy, this reporter, who's saying, well, what is it? If it's not racism, because that's all he can think of. I, I can't think of any other reason, so it must be racist. What is it if it's not? He says, I don't want this to be about race, because it's not. It's not. Like, we're beyond that as a nation. So, and he got ripped to shreds for that. So, this is what's really fascinating. All these stories happen at the same time. You got three people, Oprah and Anna DuVernay. Simone Manuel, the swimmer, and Cam Newton, who are explicitly saying, right, explicitly, being black, I'm not going to be a victim, stop talking about racism, and not everything is racist. Like, that's in, in, in that order, stop being a victim. Anna DuVernay, stop being a victim. Simone Manuel, stop looking at me as black. Cam Newton, not everything is racist. That's amazing. And we can't help ourselves. Still, everything has to be about race. You got these three black people who are saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop, like, can you stop, please? And we're like, oh, no, we must. We must keep always talking about it. It's amazing. You familiar with the Rough Riders? Uh, not the rap group, uh, Spanish American war after the sinking of the USS Maine government called for some volunteers for this group led by Colonel Leonard Wood and Teddy Roosevelt. The defining characteristic of the rough riders, about a thousand, I believe is that they came from all walks of life to volunteer. You had millionaires from New York city who graduated Ivy league schools And you had cowboys from the West all joining together to become this group known as the Rough Riders. Totally different. They couldn't have come from different planets. But they had a single goal in common. And that's what united them. And the colonel, he wrote back to his wife, Colonel Wood. He said, you would smile to see the New York swells sleeping on the ground, right? The rich, pretty boys sleeping on the ground and on the floor of the pavilion we have without blankets and doing kitchen police for a troop of New Mexico cowboys all working together and as chummy as can be. 
common goals. Maybe that's the problem with race relations today, is we have no common goal like maybe we used to in the past. And I don't even mean a common enemy, common goal. Because there's nothing that overcomes shallow animosity between people more than a common goal. Maybe we need to find that. Mike Slater on the Blaze Radio Network. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com.